0: Tonight's Couch Convo so is a six-week series. We're going to be hitting a lot of different things from uh, serving to giving to uh, holiness to unity in the church to, um, I'm leaving some out. I don't remember what it is. Prayer. Prayer and tithing, yeah. So just some foundational things that are important, why we do what we do. And so all the the panel we have, G and Taylor are going to do tonight, we're going to get into it, but uh, the panel tonight or the people that we have um, are p- people that some are staff, some are not staff, but just people who practice practice the disciplines. And I think it's important that you guys. There's certain spiritual disciplines um, that the Lord is, that has called us to, and if you can catch them now, it's gonna it'll forever change your life. So, um, so without further ado, camp or uh, camp church. Good gosh, help me, Lord. Church
1: couch combos. There's too
0: many seas going on.
1: Couch combos. couch
0: combos. We got Garen and Taylor. Um. So uh, before we get started, because some, of the, some of them don't know you guys, I want to introduce yourselves. Uh, are y'all mad at each other? <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. Oh, okay, y'all are sitting so far apart. We're I didn't a know.
2: Good example for them.
0: That's right. Leave room for Jesus, baby. <laughs> Leave room for Jesus. <laughs> Nate, we recording back there, man. All right. Good deal. All right. I want to make sure because I got some friends who're out. Um, so, my, oh yeah, go ahead, and introduce yourselves. I'll put my hand. Okay, easy, easy, time. easy, there's kids watching, okay?
2: <laughs> All right, tell us about yourself. Uh, I'm Gary McConnell, uh, we are married, this is my wife. Let's go. We, next month, we'll be celebrating one year. Wow. Um, that's yep. hard to believe, it's been a year. I know it. Yeah, I've blessed her, that's, that's for That's sure. right, she's better um, off after meeting you. <laughs> no, it's the opposite, if anything. Um, oh, that was good. I grew up, pretty sweet. I grew up in Belton, right down the road. I'm telling about myself. I grew up in Belton, grew up coming here to church. Uh, I work at Piedmont Natural Gas. And that's
0: Piedmont Natural Gas. Yep. You're a professional gasser. Yep.
2: Any gas issues?
0: If you got me. gas issues, call Garrett. He will I hook you I up.
3: clarify.
0: <laughs> he will hook you up. <laughs> That is more true than any of us really want to know about. but
1: Professional gas hey, yeah. man.
0: Gas man. So every time you see him, be like, what's up, gas man? What's up, gas man? Just pays the bills. Just pays the bills. Yeah. Go all right. all right, right, Tay-Tay.
3: Um, so I'm Taylor, and we are married, like he said. Um, I've been coming here since I was six years old. Wow. And my job is not as exciting. I work for an insurance broker, so... Not quite as interesting. But you
0: got a new job, though. You like it? New job? So the Lord is blessed. And I think what's cool from our side is that Taylor and Garen sat in the same chairs that you did. Okay? I remember Garen and a little bit sixth six grade, you know, kid. And Taylor. Taylor we, I call her Tay-Tay. Our kids call her Tay-Tay. Running around. I have my uh, long hair, brother. Yeah, you had the long swoop thing going on. Oh, JB. Yeah. Justin Bieber hair. Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, JB, what is that? Oh my All gosh. right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: no, I but th- it is it is awesome, like that we've gotten to see yeah. them like grow up in ministry in the church um, and just step fully into what we're talking about tonight. Exactly.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I think from a very early age, like your age, I would call Garen specifically yeah. and say, "Hey." I'm going to the church. I need help. We could go do that. And he would come with me. I don't know how many hours we stayed up here and did all kind of stuff. Uh, we can show you pictures. You, threw them. you Nothing like it does now, and a lot of that is because of what Garen did um, and, and helped and laying and so many of them uh, during that time, but, but not that all. But uh, my favorite, my favorite, let me tell you a story real fast. My favorite th- memory or, or story of Garen oh, yeah. and Landon is we used to have this drum booth that we built. that was, like, enclosed, and so we were trying to, like, get it all <laughs> fixed and put the insulation on the inside. Well, to do that, you had to have spray glue. So we had this spray glue, and, well, Landon and uh, Garen were putting it up inside the booth all around, and they were spraying and I was working somewhere else, and I looked over, and they were just giggling. And I was like, why do they keep g-? I was like, what's wrong with y'all? Well, I opened up the door, and it was like, whoosh. It smelled like somebody had dropped a, a glue bomb in there. And I'm pretty yes. sure that they were, like, borderline high at church. because they at church. Yeah, high <laughs> at church. They were, like, giggling and stuff. And I was like, oh, gosh, yeah. I didn't... So, uh, I I don't recommend that though. Don't do that. It's bad. Okay. Some of y'all don't have any brain cells left to give anyhow. So we don't want to take any chances, but Hey, let's just go ahead and jump in. And I, and Jill said it already. But the reason, um, that I felt like I wanted him to have them to come up here is because their life, the way they live their life is to serve people. If you know them at all, uh, they serve in so many different areas. So just kind of share a little bit of how you guys started serving um, and even, even where you guys may serve now. So,
2: Oh, uh, so like I said, I grew up coming to church here. Uh, I, I mean, as long as I can remember, I served, um, in any capacity that I could, I grew up with a mom and dad that, you know, that taught us the heart of to have a servant heart to people and your family and not even strangers that you meet. And, so, I, like John said, I was always eager to any opportunity that I had to serve. You know, I jumped, jumped on it. Uh, and outside of church, you know, I struggled with that. You know, in church, it's real easy to serve. Um, I think any of y'all that serve here can testify to that. But uh, me, especially in the past five years, I would say, like, uh, I've really grown to serve outside of church and, uh, but I serve the places that I serve here, of course, as a youth leader, um, the worship team, uh, productions, and, huh, yeah, I've been, uh, asked to be a part of the security team, so I'm, uh, basically anywhere that I need, that there's a need, I'm willing to jump in, uh, that's kind of, a not a great thing, <laughs> I get in over my head sometimes, but, uh, but that's where all I serve, and I love it. I love getting to serve, and we'll talk more about it. What about you?
3: Uh, so pretty much all the same places. Oddly enough, we've served together, even, you know, before we were a couple. So the praise team out in the sanctuary, the band in here, productions. Um, I'm a youth leader. I guess that's it, right?
0: That's good. And I know when I was trying to figure out, like, if Jill was supposed, like, we were supposed to get married. I was talking to a guy, my pastor, um, before I came here, and I was like, when, "When? how do you know you found the right person? And he said, when you can serve the Lord better together, then you can separate. Um, and I've always remembered that because I know that's true for our life. And I can see that reflected on you guys, too, because y'all are, y'all are very, y'all have the same beliefs. and You have a lot of the same stuff, but y'all are also very different, too,
2: oh, yeah. in a lot of different ways. So. Can I share a story? Yeah. You? Um. So before we got started dating and got engaged, we dated before and it didn't go. That's plain. But uh, <laughs> well,
0: that's a whole nother but, combo yeah, for yeah, couch. Yeah, we yeah. don't have time for
2: that story. Uh, but I we promise. was just in totally different places in our lives. And we, as long as I can remember, I always liked her. And oh, uh, what? She's blushing. Just I don't know. keep going. She's blushing. But. I had a crush on her. Okay, all um, right, let's go. She didn't have that feelings at the same time. Um, <laughs> There's still hope, guys. Yeah. There's still Keep hope. Fighting. Keep fighting. But There's uh, still um, hope. he said,
1: "Keep fighting, guys. Keep fighting. Keep fighting."
2: Um, but after we broke up, you know, I was, I was tore up, you know, and I was like, I kept trying to date other people and move on, but I ended up was like, you know, she's the one I want. I'm gonna pursue her. And oddly enough, like we served in everything that we do, we like, couldn't get away from yeah. each other. Even in the awkward, we still served yeah. together,
3: so we had to communicate. Uh, <laughs> so we
2: it made us work together, and man, we served together, and our relationship grew back together, and our paths got back together, and now we're married. So, uh, well, that was all serving. You know, if I wasn't in, plugged in, you know, serving somewhere. I wouldn't have this problem. So,
0: so what you're saying is, is that if you don't have a girlfriend or boyfriend, you need to start serving in church. That's a good place to start. That's a good place to start. start.
2: (laughs) No, but I just thought it was funny. That's good. Always serving together. She couldn't get away from me.
0: (laughs) Love that. All right. So, so when you think about when you guys think about um, you think about serving, what's one of your favorite memories? serving serving in the church let's talk about serving in the church serving the church what's one of your favorite memories
2: i think i think we share this and as long as we've been saying we've been serving uh just here recently at awaken uh, for us both um because i felt like growing up you know it was always just let's just be a part and let's just serve right and at awaken i actually felt like i was serving y'all, and y'all are serving me, and effective, yeah. And so, uh, my our lives were changed at Awaken, and that was just a big part of me, because I grew up right where y'all were, and then I just switched over. So, it was a lot of the kids didn't see me as a leader, but uh, I got to this time, and uh, you can add on to that if you want to, but we was talking about it, and that's we share it.
3: Yeah, so like he said, um, as long as we have been serving, I could go back to, like, so many things. And I think of all the, like, funny memories or different things that have happened, like, when we set the smoke alarms off at weekend with our haze. Um, but I think after, like, all the funny stuff, a lot of our serving has, even as youth leaders, has kind of been behind the scenes. And I think we helped put things together and we helped things happen. But I think this was the first year that we really felt effective as far as you guys And just building those relationships better and taking more time to do that. So I think, like you said, that's our favorite memory. All
0: right. You ain't got no questions tonight?
1: I can ask a question (laughs) if you want me to ask a question. Go
0: ahead. Ask a question.
1: (laughs) You didn't tell me which ones to ask. so I just just thought we would just
0: bounce back and forth.
1: Okay. Okay. So – if you, y'all talked about, like, where you've served, y'all have served in a lot of different areas, and I know, like, uh, and you may say this at some point, I'm not trying to take away what, you're, what you will say, but, like, um, it's evident that neither one of you serves, like, just to put another notch on your belt, you know what I mean? Like, well, I've served here, and I've served here, and I've served here. Like, if it's not for that reason to get, you know, to name all these things, all these places where you've served, then why do you do it? Like, why do you serve in the local church? What is it about being a part of something bigger that makes you do it?
3: It's definitely not the notches. Um, we are two people that don't really know how to say no. And sometimes I wish we did truthfully. But, um, I think when, like for me personally, when I see a need, I feel drawn to fill that need. Like i That's just my passion as a person is to help people, and that can be in any capacity. Um, So that's really how I've ended up in a lot of the places where I serve, like running the words in the sanctuary. Like that used to be completely different than it is now, but it was one of those things that they didn't have anybody, and I was there, so I just started doing it, and then it's kind of stuck. So I think just helping people is really kind of... Yeah.
1: How do you, though, like, like that in particular? Some people be like, well, running the words. Why does that matter?
3: That's not a big deal. Why does it matter? Okay. So, how many of you, if you're in there on a Sunday or in here on a Wednesday and the words are wrong or there's no words and you don't know the words, does that kind of mess with you a little bit? Like, if you don't know the words, yeah. it's hard to really worship sometimes. Yeah. So, the entire part of productions is creating an atmosphere for that. And, Hold on, I'm going to segue into one of my scriptures because it relates to this. Um, I think sometimes it can be easy to get hung up on if I'm not serving on the front lines where people can see everything that I'm doing, then it's not effective. Um, yeah, let me get where I'm going. I'm sorry. Good. So this is First Peter four ten. It says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So we both sing. And that's kind of, you know, people see that, you know. But the the behind-the-scenes stuff is just as important as what goes on on stage. Um, If the lights went haywire and everything went black or if the sound cut out or if we didn't have words or we were late on the words, anything to distract from that atmosphere makes a difference. So each place that you serve is just as important. The parking lot, making that flow is important. Checking people in and seeing a smiling face when you come in the door is important. So whatever talent you have, like me and Jill, we're detail people. We're organization people. So we can do the behind-the-scenes stuff. They're big picture, <laughs> which is why we're different, like we talked about. But each of those pieces is important, and any talent that you have can be turned back into serving.
2: Yeah. That's good. yeah. Um, that was good. Great job. Back <laughs> um, to what Jill was saying, checking things off in the notches – when I first started serving, that's what I did. I mean, honestly, I I thought to myself when I was younger, uh, you know, me being at church, me coming up here, helping John do things, and, you know, me being involved in all this stuff, like, you know, I ain't got to pray that night. I ain't got to read my Bible that night. This I'm just being practical. Like, pra- sure this is yeah. practical. Like, it's good. <laughs> it's I I thought I didn't have to because I I was at church. You're doing you know, this I other stuff. I spent my time off yeah. at church, you know, serving serving the Lord. Um, but I got to a point where I was checking off the boxes, and I I got in a place where I was just stuck. You know, I was here. I put on a face for everybody, and some of you may have never saw it, but I was stuck where I was at, and until I realized. You know, we don't serve just to check the boxes off. Mm -hmm. Like, we serve to be that servant heart to other people that walk in the doors or making that difference wherever we're serving at. Like, we don't do it. We serve for others, and we serve for God, right? And we don't do it for ourselves. And the minute that I realized that, man, I saw my life start to grow, and I dug into the Word, (laughs) and uh, which you all all need to be doing no matter how involved you are dig into the word pray talk to god and man i've seen recently and in the parts that i do serve especially me and jill talk about this all the time but the like leading worship i have the ability to do it i can i can sing a little bit and we can get up there and i got the ability to sing the song and lead it enough that I can help y'all. I can help create an atmosphere. But until I realized it's not just what I can do, yeah. you know. God gave me that gift, yeah. and I got to use that for his glory. And when I let him start working through me, mm-hmm. man, I've, whether anybody else has noticed it, I have in my life. And it's just, like, it's crazy how it happens. It Just things fall into place. I mean, it's like when we You give your, giving tithes. You know, Pastor Eric says it all the time. If you're not giving from a giver's heart, don't give at all. And that's the same thing with serving. Like, if you're not serving to be a world changer or, you know, serving for other people, then you don't need to be serving. You're serving for the wrong thing. And I did that for a long time, so. But I'm starting to realize, like, the purpose. and. It's awesome. so.
0: And I love what y'all talked about is that, like, a lot of times, because some of you and you're sitting there thinking, like, that's great, but, yeah, I can't sing. <laughs> anybody like, that is not my gift. And anybody raise hand on that one? And you see that and you're like, that's that's not something that I can do. Um, and so I love what they said. The as simple is, as, as, you know, some of the positions that they, they serve in, Nobody even knows that they do it. You have no idea that they're even back there doing that. And we have leaders that are in the same spot. So you have no idea that they do that, but how critical it is that you understand. And that's what makes up the body. And there's one way we're going to talk about unity in the body. And that's what makes up the body is that we have different giftings. Everybody can't preach. Everybody can't sing. Okay. And everybody doesn't need to be able to do that. It takes everybody working together. And that's what's beautiful about the body of Christ. Because so, you might feel that your gifting or your talent is insignificant, but God gave you that gift, and he gave you that talent to not edify yourself, not to build yourself up, but to build up the body, and so when we're all working together, you think about like a football team or something like that, you know, the kicker is probably, you know, a lot of people make fun of kickers, if there's any kickers in your football team, I apologize, but here's a good sports analogy, they, they, don't get their, they don't get their jersey dirty, <laughs> they don't get their pants dirty, they don't sweat much, a lot of times they may not even get in the game, okay? Um, But when that field goal comes and the game's on line and there's one second left, that's the most important person on that field because if they screw it up, you'll get death threats, you know. This can be very, very, very serious. And so every piece of that team is important. You have to realize that when you, when you have that. And it's the same in the bodies. Well, so. it's
1: like Taylor said, like the things that you think are just minor, like running the words on the computer, like they make the biggest difference. I immediately, when you were talking, think of um, Pastor Tim and Miss Mary Farmer. I yeah. y'all, a lot of y'all probably don't even know, but um, they clean the building for us, like after every time that we meet. And can, can you imagine like if they didn't do that? like the trash that would pile up, the nastiness of the bathroom. Some of these I boys mean, cannot like,
0: hit the toilet. That's they pee disgusting. all over the seat. i been Yeah, y'all there. need to
1: tell Miss Mary thank Let's you next time you see her. I'm just saying. Okay,
0: aim for the center.
1: <laughs> no, but like just what she said, like even the things that you think may be insignificant, um, whatever your abilities or talents are, whatever you have to bring, they're so important um, to every part of it all working together.
2: Yeah, and I mean... It don't matter how good I, we can sing and how good the music is, but if the first person they meet at the front door yep. is a grunt. a grunt and people, they're not welcoming, no matter how good the music is yeah. or how good the message is, if the person that they encounter face-to-face is not welcoming and you know happy to see them, and, yeah. then they're not going to come back. Yeah. And I think it, what was it? the first 5 minutes
0: first yeah the first yeah. 5 minutes somebody comes to our church they decide if they're going to come back again so you think that's by the time they get in the parking lot get out of their car and by the t- before they even sit down most of them according to statistics have already decided on whether or not they're coming back to our church so it's that's how important it is the things that you do out front and even if you're not serving in a spot per se that we're we're intentional about Smiling and just being friendly, okay. The little things make all the difference in the world. So, I can guarantee it Chick Fil A within five minutes you're going to decide if you're coming back or not. They're they're going to make sure that, that that you know. And then once you eat that chicken, it's game over. If you made it through the line, it's game over. And if you get a peach milkshake, you're hooked for life. So, <laughs> all right. So so we've talked a lot about serving in the local church. So I want to ask you this, and y'all touched on it some, but. But I want to be aware of our time also. How has serving, do you feel like, helped you grow in your walk with God? How do you guys feel like serving has helped you grow in your walk with God?
3: I feel like it's changed my entire mentality. Um, I said this actually in an interview, I think. Um, but anyways, I was talking about how I don't remember who called me on it or who said something to me about it, but I said something about, it may have been you, but I was like, I have to go to practice. And they were like, you get to go to practice.
0: That sounds like something Joe would say. Yeah. (laughs)
3: It does. So, like like I said, we do a lot, and sometimes it can be easy to complain about all that we do. Um, But I've had to work, actively work every day to say, I get to do the things that I do. And that even applies in my job or whatever I do day by day. Um I think sometimes it can be easy to get bogged down and kind of complain about things, but when you realize the opportunities that you do have and I I mean I don't you just you have to look at things differently and it, it's done that in my life I feel like. Um just that you know everything is an opportunity. Yeah.
2: If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I'll um, for me, it was just, I, I plugged in, and the community of serving, you know, the body of the serving, I guess, the different places you can serve, like, the, it pushes you. John and Jill has pushed us tremendously, you know, and there's plenty of other people, other leaders in here, you know, that alone pushes you, there's more, you know, there's more, and... Like, the worst feeling I had is when I was talking earlier, like, being stuck. That's the worst feeling in the world. Like, I go – there was a time where I went to John and I was like, hey, man, I'm – John may remember, but I I was going to step down from the youth because I was just like, I'm just not feeling it anymore. Like, I, I do all this and I spend all this time here and I just don't feel that I, I'm stuck, basically. And it was un- – Till I started to realize like there was more, and that you know I started to get up, talk to people, and you know they got into me, and I started getting digging in, digging in the word, and it just I started growing there. So, um, serving for me, serving is the base of my whole walk with God. I guess if that makes sense, uh, that's where it all started for me.
0: Yeah, so why would you? Why would you guys? Because because here's the thing, and then I hope that you're catching this is that they they don't they serve now, but they've been serving for years. They've been serving since sixth grade, you know, on the youth praise team and stuff like. that. played the bass. Like I think we taught him how to play the bass because he didn't even. I think yeah, I, you taught. Me. I taught you how to play the bass and stuff. And Jill was like, "Hey, you should sing." So like people recognize giftings and stuff. But like, but it starts right now. so why would you encourage like there's middle school and high schoolers in here. Like why would you encourage them to serve? What would be the reason if they're like, "Why should I serve? I've got full schedules, I've got practice, I've got rehearsals. Like, why should I serve in the church?" What would you say?
2: Um, I mean, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but it gets you in, gets you in the door, <laughs> if that makes sense. It gets you if you don't, because I know what y'all say. It's just it's hard to comprehend like the spiritual side of of it all, so serving just gets you plugged in, it gets you there, and it creates that community, and man, uh, your life will be changed, if your life don't change, serving, especially here at this church, because this church, I mean, not being biased, but this is a serving church, we serve each other, no matter, Pastor Eric, Down, like, We serve, everybody serves each other. Um, So, this is a great opportunity. And to find that gift, and you might think, I can't sing, Um, I'm not good with computers, Um, I'm not really good, you know, meeting new people. Um, Just plug in somewhere, you know, and it might take you a while to figure out where you belong and where you need to be and to find that gift. But I was reading today and I cannot remember where it was at, but in the Bible it says that every person has a gift on their lives, you know, to um, whatever it is, it, and you might have multiple gifts. So every one of y'all have a get, has a gift. You just gotta tap into it and find it and yeah. plug in somewhere. Yeah, so First there.
0: Peter four ten. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various That's what it was. various forms. No. so so um so we've talked about serving in the church and, and you touched on this earlier but this is important for you guys to understand and for us all to understand as we serve in the church but just as importantly and really in some ways almost more importantly we serve in the church how important it is to serve outside of the church and that may be through volunteering it may be through but just finding a need and and go into somebody and how can you make somebody's life better? What can you do at school? What can you do at school to make somebody else's life better? How can you serve somebody else to make somebody's life better? And so so talk about some of that, how you have been so faithful serving in the church, but at what point did something start shifting and you realize, hey, this should be carried out further than these walls and what I do weekend on Sundays and what I do on Wednesdays, how it transfers your job. Taylor, start with us with that.
3: So me and Jill actually kind of talked about this some last night. When, Like, we get together with John and Jill, and we help plan kind of what's going to happen over the next few months. And I was joking that whenever we all get together, like, we help entertain the kids, and that helps us get stuff done. Because it's like, this like a dang circus. Yeah. Everybody's
0: running around and, like, like,
1: Welcome to the
0: jungle. Yeah, you know, the it's, song, it's, <laughs> And we're both like, "Oh my gosh, go in the other room." But anyhow, sorry.
3: But there were times, like even in high school or college, I would just ride with Jill to run errands for stuff, and it's just anything to make somebody's life. Thank (laughs) you, Jesus. Anything to make somebody's life easier, and I think you know, people can get so hung up on, like, it's got to be something big. But, I mean, hold a door for somebody. If you, at home with your parents, if you use all the toilet paper, switch the role. Like, it can be such little things, but it's just an extra step that you may not think about. And, I mean, serving your parents might sound silly, but they do so much for you. Do something to make their lives easier. And, like, in my job the other day, like, we have a water filter in the refrigerator that we fill up and it drives me crazy when it's empty and people don't fill it back up like just do the little things and I know that sounds like it's not a big deal but it's just being mindful that like this will make somebody else's life easier even if it's just five minutes of their time.
2: Um, And work I mean a lot of you all in school but like for me serving at work I know that you know, you might think, well, you're supposed to work and serve people at work. But it's just going out of your way and seeing things that need to be done. Like right now, for example, where I work at our shop, it's been trashed up. People's leaving boxes laying everywhere. And they started pitching a fit about it. Well, I wasn't doing nothing in the morning one morning. So, I just went in there and I started picking up the trash and throwing the cardboard out and – I wasn't doing that to be recognized for it. Nobody, to this day, nobody knows who did it. I wasn't doing it to be recognized, to try to get a promotion down the road. I wasn't doing it for that. It was just, hey, my boss has got enough to deal with. Let me go do that for him because nobody else seems to want to do it. So I stepped in and did it. And, like, simple stuff like that, parents, mama can probably testify. I probably wasn't the best at (laughs) it. But uh, the older I get, like, man, help your, cause you don't realize how much, and I'm, uh, repeating, but you do not realize how much your parents or your guardians do for you, um, uh, what they pay for you <laughs> to, for school, like, everything costs now, so just they're working their behinds off for you, serve them, help put the clothes up, like it's l- the little things, and they can turn into the bigger rewards down the road so
1: yeah I think something you said though like you did that at work and it didn't matter if anybody knew but I think one thing to take from that too is that the reality is like when we get saved it's not just for the purpose of us to go to heaven yes we get to go to heaven but then our purpose in life is to know Jesus and to make him known and so how do people know him outside of these walls and what all like everything they're saying is testifying. Like that's how you live it out because, you know, somebody might not might've seen Garen doing that and he didn't even know they did it. And they're like, man, there's something different about that, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's where the s- serving out even outside the church, like that's how we're Jesus to the world. Like that's how we know, we make him known right. outside of these four walls. And there, I don't think there are any Other two people like that, I could say more that they they demonstrated on a regular basis, like Taylor's saying, like she just wrangles my kids when they're acting like nuts because it makes my life easier. And that's what it's all about is like making the lives of others easier, because in our world, that's not the norm. In our world, self. it's all about what's best for me, yep. you know, what what benefits me the most. But when you turn that and you start doing just what they just said, like just little things that make everybody else's life better, that's where people start picking on like, hmm, something's different about that guy. Something's different about what is it about them, you know? And that's your opportunity to sh- to be Jesus yep. to them in those moments.
0: Yeah, Matthew five He's, sixteen. in the same way. Let your light shine before others that they Mm -hmm. may see your good deeds, watch this, and glorify your Father in heaven. Mm -hmm. They may see what you do, how you serve other people. And because of that, because it is so foreign in our world for us to try to add to somebody else's life and make somebody else's life better. They're like, man, I, I want what something's different about them. I want what they've got. I want they've got. It. it can be the simplest stuff. I, I was thinking this week I was doing textbooks. I had to do textbooks. They're terrible. I hate doing textbooks, but it's part of my job. But I, was, I had all these textbooks in there, and I have custodians that work for me. Okay, that's their job is to pick up trash. So I got done, and I compiled my boxes, and I cut them up so it would be easier for them. I set them there, and then I was walking away, and I walkied them on my little walkie-talkie. You know, I talk to on my walkie-talkie, and I was like, hey, I said, Scott, you need to come get these boxes. Throw them away for me. I appreciate it. It's not outside of what his job is. I even cut them up for him so he wouldn't have to break them down, put them all in a nice stack. And I stopped, and I was like, you know what? He's got a lot going on. So I went back, and I went and took him to the dumpster. Now, that's not a huge deal, but he was planning on going to do it. He said, I thought you said there was boxes. I was like, I already got them. I know you got stuff go- going on. It's the little things that's making somebody's life better, the small things. It doesn't have to be grand. It can't be grand things, but a lot of times it's just the small things. What, what can we do to add to somebody's life, even outside of the church? So, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? Go
2: ahead.
3: I want to backtrack for a second. Um, you asked how serving had changed us, or maybe what it had taught us. And I think the main thing that it will teach you is it's not about you. Um, That's right. And people like to give me a hard time because I'm an only child. And you are. I was a brat growing up. I will not deny it. I you was rotten. But if serving has taught me anything, it's that it's not about me and what I want and what I can do, because I'll be honest, there's nights, Wednesdays especially, that I don't want to come to church because I've been working all day and I come straight from work (laughs) to church. I want to go home. And then sometimes on Sundays when I have to be here at 745, I'm like, I just want to sleep. But when we come in here on Wednesday nights, it's not about us, it's about y'all. That's right. And when we come in on Sundays, it's about every person that walks through that door. And if you can figure that out now, it'll make all the difference later. All the
0: difference. That's good. good. There's responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. Responsibility.
2: Yeah, and I agree with everything she said. Um, I was just going to share one more story, just an example. Um, I was doing something at work, and I was working by myself, and... For one, I'm not going to explain it, but one thing we got to do, we got to check the meter, the gas meter, and we leave a door card on their door because we don't knock for it, whatever. So I went all day doing this, so I wasn't interacting with nobody, you know. I was just going about my day, and I started, I, I pulled up to this house, and I was listening to Christian music, and I pulled up to this house, and... Something told me at the very bottom of our little door card, there's like a comment section. And normally I just write thank you or whatever, and sometimes I didn't write anything. But something was like, I don't know, something hit me. And I was, I wrote on wrote a little note and just telling them, like, I hope you have a blessed day, something simple like that. And I hung it on the door, and before I could get back to my truck, the person yelled at me. was like, hey, what? I told him what I was doing, and he looked at the card, and he got real quiet. And he got real quiet, and I was like, everything all right, sir? And he was like, yeah. He was like, man, I, he kind of started talking the way I'm talking now. Um, <laughs> but he was like, man, I needed that. And he was like – and he just started going into det- detail, you know, he lost his kids, um, him and his wife divorced, lost custody custody of his kids, and um, he walked away. And honestly, I wish I would have asked him to pray for him. But, you know, just doing something like that out of the ordinary, different. I didn't know who that person was, never been to that house, never been on that road before. And, man, I just something simple, and I made a difference. And I got back into my work truck and I just started, I started crying, like, (laughs) but um, I know guys ain't supposed to cry, but um, (laughs) that's what they say. But I started crying and just something simple like that. So it's very easy and we will be any of the leaders, if any of y'all have any questions about serving, whether it's getting plugged in at church or, hey, Garen, I want to make a difference outside of church. Yeah. I, I serve in church. How can I do that? Like, we're, we're here to help with that. That's yeah. what we're here for. So,
3: And if you don't know where you would want to serve, we can help you figure that out. Yeah. yeah. Because I can tell you right now, I never would have just decided to go run lyrics. Like, I never would have even thought about it. But sometimes other people will see things in you that you don't even know are there. Yeah. So, just if you're interested, <laughs> be willing to reach out to someone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's how we got here. <laughs> but uh that's another story for another time. But it, it all sums up with this one last thing. So if, Um Mark ten forty five, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, talking about Jesus. He didn't come to be served, but he came to serve. Yeah. That's what he came to do. And you can find that all through scripture about how he added to people's lives. So
1: always making somebody else. Always better.
0: making somebody's life too. So so the challenge is this is what are we, what are we saying? As a Christian, if you fought, if you're a follower of Christ, you've asked Jesus Christ to come into your life. There should be something in your DNA that 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 wants you to serve and to make somebody's life better. Sometimes you just got to step and be more aware. And I would challenge you: ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, as I go through my day to day, help me to be more aware of opportunities to serve. Because sometimes we just get caught up in our routine, right? God, help me, to, help me to look for opportunities and places serving. That still small voice was something. I don't know what it was, but it was something. Something told me to go a little bit above and beyond and see what can happen.